Hey, it's Last Name Good here. Um, I want to tell you a little bit about Lander. That's Lander.com, L-A-N-D-R.com. They do audio mastering, but not in a way that you're really expecting. Uh, mastering makes your music sounds polished and professional. You need it, you know, if you want to compete in, in the arena, the big arena of music. So uh, using an engineer, you know, it can cost anywhere between 150 bucks to 10000 a song, honestly. But Lander Audio has made an algorithm that does the same thing for a fraction of the cost. Actually, about $4 a month is where it's starting at. So it's the fastest, the cheapest, best option on the market. And they make your music sound accessible to everyone it works by using artificial intelligence to analyze your track and then it performs the same process and steps as a real engineer would use so you can try it for free and to be a supporter of the straight out the den podcast so here's how you can do it uh, go to join.lander.com so that's join.landr.com slash s-o-d-d you go in there, you're going to get two free waves of your master. If you want to know what it really sounds like, check out this audio clip and let me know your thoughts. Now, what you're hearing right now is an unmastered track compared to a, a professional master track. Mastering in the final boost and polishing music needs to sound radio ready. Usually, you know, like I said, mastering can cost anywhere between 150 bucks to... 10,000 per song depending on the engineer of course but what you've just heard right now is mastered by lander using the artificial intelligence and all you have to do is go to lander.com once again use my promo code join.lander.com slash s-o-d-d you're going to go there try mastering your own music for free today join.lander.com slash s-o-d-d lander is l-a-n dr we greatly appreciate it and look you're not just doing me a favor and i'm not the only person that vouched for it disney warner music nas everyone's favorite mc at some point and a ton of others but i personally use it and i personally vouch for it so once again to be a supporter of the straight out the damn podcast go to join.lander that's l-a-n-d-r.com slash s-o-d-d What's good, people? Uh, good morning. I say good morning because I'm actually recording this Thursday morning in my car. Um, but hey, welcome to the Straight Out the Den podcast. I'm your host, Last Name Good. Um, before we really get into the conversation for this week, I wanted to let you guys know, hey, April 12th at the Masquerade, we here at straightoutthedan.com are bringing Mickey Facts and Alfred Banks to the masquerade here in atlanta georgia uh, opening acts paid in america and typical div it's going to be a good night um if you guys see me around the city i have physical tickets on me they're ten dollars a piece um if you rather pay the service fee online you can also go to, to uh straight out and, and and cop tickets there uh you can go to ticketmaster.com and cop tickets there as well but you know, you really help out if you just want the physical tickets. It's a little bit easier for you to save a couple of bucks. And you help the artists as well. So uh, if you see me around the city or if you do want tickets and you don't see me, just DM me. Uh, we'll figure it out meet up as long as you're in the metro Atlanta area. Now, outside of the metro Atlanta area, you'll have to just get the tickets offline. It's not that difficult to do. But um, in the event that you are here in the metro Atlanta area, we'll figure it out and make sure that we have the tickets on hand for you um i want to shout out to aj had the opportunity to perform at um love fest 
past weekend, man. It was a great event uh, over at Smith's Old Bar. And um, just super dope. It, it was all about spreading love, man. Just the energy in the building was just above above and beyond anything that you can imagine man there were there were roses and flowers hanging from the ceiling there was a display of roses um made into the word love fest uh, it was just great everything about the event was great the people were great the performances were great i had the opportunity to, to meet some new people so really appreciate that and we you know sold some some paid in america merch which was pretty cool too so uh shout out to aj again over at we spread love uh, other announcements adventure atl fest is coming up march 24th uh, we will be on hand there and um, recording the podcast live so uh, we did this last year and it was super dope we had just artists pull up on us um, we were sitting at the table kind of posted up and they just came up and you know we we sat down with different artists and and had great conversations throughout Uh, if you want to hear those conversations you can go back in our archives and uh, check it out hey make sure you subscribe to the uh, podcast on apple podcast make sure you rate and review and subscribe Uh, if you listen on google play that's fine you can also do that over there Uh, either way we just want to get connect with you guys we want to connect with you guys and the best way to connect um if you subscribe and and rate and review then we know exactly how you feel about the podcast so it only takes a few seconds to do uh it also helps us out tremendously uh with just improving our content being shared in different places so uh that's the quickest way to really help the straight out the damn podcast if you want to do so um so this week I really wanted to get into um, festivals since this is officially festival season. Everything is uh, kicked off. A lot of you may be headed to South by Southwest this week, uh, and that's great. But I, I really wanted to focus on, you know, there are some artists that may be upset that they're not going to South by Southwest or accept, you know, that they did not get accepted. Or even if they're not upset, they're not participating in the festivities and they really don't know what to do this week so I, I wanted to focus on talking directly to you guys like number one you know don't get upset don't just this gruntled uh, your time is coming and i'm not just saying that as a cliche uh you have to make a choice right now i i know that over the years that there are plenty of showcases that's going on some of them you know are official some of them you have to pay for and this is not the podcast at least this episode where we're gonna you know bash or do anything about the pay for pay it's hey, it's up to you you if you want to hear me go a little more in detail you'll have to look at the archives for those episodes but today i'm just saying if you're down there and you're doing a pay for play show you know figure it out as long as it's beneficial for you and, you, and, and you've been able to justify that in your head that is beneficial for you by all means you know participate and have a good time but this week is specifically about the people that you know they're not there for whatever reason right and so you're trying to figure out man i missed another year of south by southwest i missed another festival well the thing is this is gonna happen number one it's bound to happen uh you have to kind of pay your dues before you you're you're opening um the doors into to new venues and, and, and new festivals, right? No one kind of like overnight gets the call to perform at Coachella. You know, you, you have to you have to pay your dues. And so, 
like I said, don't get upset. Just know that there's more work to be done. So in the meantime, while you're not down there, what you can do is connect with people that are down there, right? Um, I'm sure if you're an artist, there's a network of artists that you've been talking to. There might even be some DJ. Shout out to DJ Find Me Up. He'll be down at uh, South by Southwest this week um, as well. But, you know, network with those people that are down there. Ask them about their experience uh, once they come back. Stay in contact with them. Ask them, hey, how were you able to get on the shows? Uh, do your due diligence because a lot of times it's not really about you know what you do is more so about who you know and if you have those right connections sometimes those shows are not as hard as you think they are to get on and once again you kind of have to make that decision do you want to you know go down and perform at, at, at an unofficial showcase or do you want to perform at an official showcase and then you have to kind of like well what's my what's my move what's what's my angle once I get down there, right? A lot of people go to festivals, and not just South by Southwest, this could be any festival, A3C, Den Music Fest, uh, Coachella, any music festival, right? Atlanta, um, excuse me, Adventure ATL. You can go to any festival, but if you don't have a plan once you get to these festivals, you're, you're going to be in for a rude awakening. Like, um, number one, and, and you guys have definitely heard me say this, but I'm going to say it again just in case someone's new to the podcast. Do not go to any of these festivals with more than 20 CDs. And here's why I gave you the number of 20, right? Number one, people still do buy CDs. They do buy CDs, right? And, you know, I, I don't want people to think that the day of buying CDs are over. No, it's not over. But the thing, what, what a CD has become is essentially vinyl. It's a collector's item, right? You know, most people, if they're purchasing vinyl, they're, they're not really listening to it, um, unless you're just like a super music, you know, nerdy music head, which I am. I do listen to vinyl, but the average person, they're just kind of buying it as a collector's item. So, you know, you'll see artists package vinyl, autograph uh, pieces of vinyl, and same thing with CDs, meaning that, it, you know, it's a collector's item. It's not really meant to be played. Like, hey, buy my CD, but stream my music is really what... I would really preach to, to anybody, you know, any customer that's willing to purchase, you know, a physical hard copy. But the reason why I said don't go down to these places with less than 20, um, with more than 20 CDs is because CDs are not meant to be passed out the way that they used to be. You know, it used to be the name of the game. Hey, I'll, I'll print up as many CDs as I possibly can and I'll pass them out and then the law of averages will kind of work in my favor, right? If I got 5,000 CDs, I pass them out, you know, maybe maybe 50 people, you know, actually take to the CDs and then um, out of those 50 people, maybe three to five um, actually connect with the music and, and may have some type of, you know, connection right that's that that was typically how it worked and believe it or not those are real numbers those are not numbers that I just kind of made up it really did work like that you know you, you just really had to put out as much as you can and hope to get something in return but the reason why I say go go to these festivals with, with 20 CDs or less is because the only people that should be getting your CDs either a paying customers or B, people that you have genuine conversations with. And when I mean genuine conversations, it's not just like, hey, check out my music. I'm such and such. And then you're rolling out. No, that's the worst mistake that you can do as an artist. Um, what you should do 
if you have those 20 and you know what i might even bump it up a little bit and say 30 right 30 cds and if you want to be realistic even 50 but once you get to 50 then you kind of get into the point where you want to do more passing out than actually communicating with people but for the sake of the example let's go to 50 right you're going to be down at, at south by southwest for, for more than a couple of days so let's just go with 50 round it out it'll be easier for me to remember these numbers right so you, you go down there with 50 cds right and like i said remember you're only either selling these cds to paying customers or you're giving them away to people that you have genuine conversations with and so here's an, an example of a genuine conversation you just got off stage someone says hey man i really dig dig what you're doing Oh, word. thanks. What 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 did you like about my set? Or, you know, what didn't you like about my set? What what do you feel like I could have done better? Um, was there any particular song that you like? Oh, word. Okay, cool, cool, man. Well, you know, um, I, I would love to kind of extend the conversation. You know, I, I don't want to just, you know, see you today and then not be able to talk to you later on. You know, is there a way that we can connect? Um, I don't, I, I don't, whatever the best method, like here, here's my cell or here's my email address and, and, and emails you know it depends like you know it's an essentially a curve which will we'll have that full-blown conversation one day uh but you know phone number or even if it's social media whatever your your form of communication is that's genuine that you really intend to connect with, with people and, and you know ask them questions and, and get their input and really work to to make fans uh, whatever that connection is, right, that form of communication, you exchange that. And then from there, you leave with like, hey, um, I know you say you enjoyed this and this song, and, and I really appreciate your input. Can I leave you with, you know, one of my CDs? And, you know, you can kind of give your spill like, hey, there's 10 songs on here. Um, this is the latest project. And I, and I think you I think you enjoy it, but I would love to hear what you think about, you know, the other eight tracks. As opposed to the two you saw me perform tonight. Yeah, hit me up. Hit me up once you get a chance to, you know, listen to it or whatnot. And if that happens, and that's genuine, then you, you go from there, right? And, and that's great. That's a great start to, to really mending and, and, and starting a relationship. A genuine relationship with that. And so, that's one way. Now, the other way is actually selling your cds and i don't know if we need to have that workshop of how to uh, thoroughly sell your merch but this is a straight out of the damn podcast so why not have the conversation right so here's the best best thing to do if you're trying to sell your merch have an idea in play in place right the biggest mistake that happens with selling merch is you don't have a plan. Well, no, actually, the biggest mistake of selling merch is you don't have your merch. Let me just keep... <laughs> that's that's number one. You don't have merch to sell. So, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a good artist, bad artist, or if you're, like, top of the line. Everyone should have merch. From the first day you touch a stage to the day you plan to retire from rap. And you're selling out arenas. Everyone should have merch at all times. And 
the the detail of the merch you can have as much as t-shirts and coffee mugs and all of that but at very least you should have some cds and, and some shirts to sell like you just gotta have your merch game on point now some people take it further and have merch that really stand out which you should but we're, we're just talking about the basics right now so at the very least you should have cds and t-shirts available for your audience like you you have to have those things and so that's the that's the biggest mistake that artists make they don't have merch and if you don't have merch there's nothing to sell and if there's nothing to sell then well we kind of know where to go from here right but if you can start off that way and actually have something to sell then here here's your 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 strategy you you have to have a strategy in place you have to have a focus on how you plan to get this merch off and so number one there should be some type of display at all times you have to have your merch on display i'll repeat you have to have your merch on display and i know it's kind of difficult to do at some venues um depending on where you're at you may not have that space you may not have the availability to be able to do such a thing but you have to have your merch on display and the reason why is because if people don't know that you're selling merch then how are you going to sell merch right the call at the end of the performance is always good but you got to understand you, you really you're going into these situations as new nobody knows who you are and so if nobody knows who you are you have to really be strategic in how you're selling your merch so number one have a display number two make sure that you arrive to the venue as early as you possibly can that way you know you're there and, and, and if it's not just you you know we're, we're talking about independent artists we're not talking about artists who already on and now you're you know you're creating this allure of man you can't wait for people to see you we're not talking about those we're talking about people who are early in the career and they're trying to figure out how to make this thing make sense for them so for you arrive to the venue as early as you possibly can make sure your merch table is set up once your merch table is set up Make sure you make yourself known that you're there. Make sure that you connect with people so that they can see like this is such and such artist and this is their merch table. That would be great if you had somebody to actually run your merch table because then you can kind of go around and communicate with people and talk to them and all of these things. Um, and kind of bring them over to the merch table, all, all of that. But you want to be able to communicate with people, talk to people, uh, engage with them. Something that's always helpful is that you're actually wearing your merch. And, it, it, and you know, if you have your merch on, it should be on display. But if you have it on as well, it's more eyes on it, right? It's more chances. It's just like a billboard. Uh, have you ever been driving down the highway and you'll see the same billboard two or three times in a row? Like letting you know, like this, if, if you live in Georgia, there's this... Uh, billboard if you're riding down 75 there's a liquor store um in tanger outlet right but all the way down in macon where i'm from there's a billboard of of the, of the place i think it's called zz liquors or something like that and as you drive closer and closer you start seeing more and more billboards of of this liquor store same thing if you're coming from atlanta you'll see these billboards and so it's kind of like by the time you get to the exit you're so familiar um, with what's going on that you're like, oh, maybe I'll make this stop here, you know? And, and that's the same thing with your merch. If you have it on, you're a walking billboard, right? 
if you have it on display it's a billboard and so there's just more visibility more chances for people to get a chance to see you um i would take it a step further if you have a and this here you know it's, a, it's a, another method is may cost you a little bit more but if you have a uh banner um that's always helpful too so now you have more visibility in the venue but you know that might be an extra step that you have to take everybody's not really ready for that step but you know if you're if you if you're arriving to the venue early if you have your merch set up at a table if you're wearing your merch and you're talking to people communicating with people you're kind of moving around giving people feedback talking to people you know asking questions all of these good things are, are really going to be helpful um for the distribution of, of your merch and so now it's it's at the point of performing so you perform make sure you have a great performance like that goes without being said uh but make sure you have an excellent performance and once you have an excellent performance the next step is the merch call so you let artists you know you you let the people know like hey i glad i hope you guys enjoyed the performance hey i'm here from out of town merch is how we live on the road like you have to let let it be known look it'll be dope if you guys can stop by the merch table if even if it's just to say what's up you know if you don't want to buy nothing that's cool come and say what's up we might be able to work something out right and once you get off stage make yourself visible don't i repeat do not leave the venue after you perform it is the dumbest thing that you can do as an artist to leave the venue as soon as you perform you're not serving yourself any justice you're not helping yourself as an artist you're hurting yourself because if i did enjoy your performance and i can't find you what good does it do telling me your ig the very last thing you say is not going to be helpful yeah follow me at such and such on ig and then you get off stage how many people or that quick to remember what you said and then type it in their phone nobody's gonna do it not the masses so make yourself known that's the one of the biggest mistakes that artists make is they perform and they leave the venue as soon as they finish performing you don't give a chance to to establish a relationship so there there is no relationship right so those are the two big things number one you don't have merch to sell and number two you leave before even giving yourself a chance to sell the merch huge mistakes absolutely huge mistakes that are being made right and so those are the things that you have to remember that that have to be done there, there's no skipping of those steps you have to do that in order to be successful as an indie artist right you have to sell merch and you have to perform those things they're it, it's just extremely important there's no way around it you have to do those things and so once you get to that point where you're you're, you're doing that in, in a rhythm, you will, believe it or not, start to sell merch. Now, it goes without being said, you have to have creative merch. You have to have something that people want. You know, sometimes your name on a shirt is just not good enough unless you just have a cool name, right? Or a cool logo or a cool design. You, you know, if you can't design it yourself, get with some creative people to help design it you can go to fiverr um plenty of people there are designing logos go wherever you need to go but really get with some graphic designers and come up with some creative ideas for your merch so it can be sold and and you know it's eye eye appealing and, and eye popping and people will see these things and they they decide that they want to um 
connect and, and make a purchase. Um, the other thing is you got to figure out your price point. Like really figure out your price point. Uh, you got to know what people are willing to pay for merch. Some people are willing to pay, you know, 20 bucks. Some people are willing to pay 10. Some people are willing to pay 40. It really just depends on, on what's going on. But you got to know your price point. And if you don't know your price point, it's going to be kind of hard for anybody else to justify spending extra money on you. So you kind of know you need to know what's good, what's beneficial for you, what what's not. Uh, what kind of money is being um, made? How much money are you spending? How much will you be making back? All of those good things, right? So that's that's just the gist of it. So what we're talking about here is, number one, how do I make it beneficial if I'm not, you know, and we kind of went all over the place. I'm not going to lie to you, but how do I make it beneficial if I'm not at these festivals? Well, you know, number one, you, you got to you gotta connect with people that are you know your 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 peers DJs promoters find people that are put in on these events connect with them talk to them build a relationship establish a relationship and do those things uh number 2 if you happen to um go to these places set up merch even if you like now shout out to the homie Marcel P Black um he he goes live on his Facebook page every now and then and he said something that was so valuable that I wanted to share with you guys. And it was just like, hey, even if he's not performing, he'll go and set up merch. And you want to know why that's so cool and why that's so smart and genius at the same time? It's because what I said earlier in the program. There's so many artists that don't have their merch, that don't set up merch. And, you know, they're green, they're new to the game. And, and well, some of them not even green or new. Some people just don't you know just don't do it they don't bring their merch but here's the thing right if you show up to a venue and say there's 10 performers the odds are that it's you know between one and two artists actually bringing merch that's just what it is it happens all the time but he said he'll just you know he'll pull up to an event and just set up merch and the thing is if you go through the same formula of what i said like you set up your merch you talk to people you engage with people you let them know, like, oh, man, like, did you perform tonight? You know, actually, I'm not performing tonight, man. Um, But, you know, I got a video plan, right? Here's a video of me performing. I love to be able to perform here at one time. But, you know, I just I have merch. Whatever it is, like, having that stuff on hand makes a world of a difference because you're standing out. So imagine pulling up to a venue and you look around and no one has a merch set up at the entire venue. No one. It's crazy, but it happens often. Set up your merch. Keep your merch in your trunk. And then, of course, you can get from me like, hey, man, can I set up my merch table? Cool. Set up your merch table. Pull out a couple of T-shirts. Make sure your display is looking proper. A couple of T-shirts. And shout out to the homie Alfred Banks. He told me this a long time ago. It was like, how your merch table look is how you'll sell. Right? Believe it or not. If, if it looks entertaining and it, and it looks like inviting more people to show up, right? So if you have things displayed properly, you know, T-shirts displayed properly, properly, um, keychains, all of these things, if you have it displayed in a way that looks good, you know, you might get people that, that actually want to shop with you, per se. But if, if you don't, you know, good luck. You have to make yourself visible. Make yourself visible, and if you are visible to to the public, 
then you'll you'll intend to sell a little bit more than normal right so keep all of those things in mind i was just thought those were two two quick gems i remember afro banks when he came up the pack um he had like just boatloads of of merch different types of merch you know keychains uh t-shirts i feel like he had i don't know like posters and it was just all kind of things that he had and then on top of all of that he had a menu right he had a he had a, a physical menu there he had lights so if the venue was dark you'll be able to see the merch it was just like a well display of his merch table and he sold merch right it's just it's just genius the way that it was set up it was like one of the first times that i've seen it on the indie level this was a couple of years ago um just how the presentation of the merch was so uh, all of those things are super important and, and if you take the time out to, to just pay attention to those details you're gonna succeed so to kind of get back i know i got off of this the initial subject of like if you don't go to these festivals what can you do but the gist of all of this is what i'm really trying to tell you is that even if you're not at south by southwest right now even if you're not at you know the bigger festivals connect with some of the smaller festivals right then music fest that was the first time we did our festival we sold out the music room we had over 20 performers 25 performers i believe um everybody had a good time it, it was just a great night but that was the first time we did that right that was the first first year of doing the festival and, and so if you want me to be completely honest with you the majority of the artists that performed on Den Music Fest were artists that came through Pag Lounge when we initially started, you know, first started doing shows here in the city, right? And th that, I mean, we're talking about over th three three years ago of doing shows in the city. And, and it's just, you know, I had the opportunity to see artists grow and see them grow from where they are now you know, to where they are now. And so all of that's to say is just, you know, keep pushing, right? Keep being in front of these promoters' faces, show up to their events. Even if you're not at these festivals, like, you know, pull up, just have a strategy. If you pull up, don't fall for the, I'm just going just to be going like, that's cool. If you want to go as a fan, that's cool. I, I respect it as going as a fan. But as an artist, if you're not performing, have a plan. Don't just pull up just to be pulling up. You got to have a plan in place. And I guarantee if you're number one going down there with merch, you you have a better chance of selling merch if you have it than not having it at all. All right. And I, I promise you at all of these festivals where indie artists are present, I can guarantee you 80 percent or better don't have merch and guarantee it i mean i absolutely get i'll put i'll put my company on the line that 80 percent of the artists at these festivals don't have merch right and if they do out of that out of the 20 percent that have merch half of those probably only have cds right they have no physical merch no t-shirts no keychains mugs hard drive they don't have anything but cds which is you know that's cool if that you have something so that that's the start but so just imagine if you go and have you know a, an abundance of of material and you know do do your due diligence you know find out okay i'm, I'm gonna be here for a couple of days 
It's going to cost me $100 a day. So I'm taking $300 worth of merch, right? And my goal is to sell $300 worth of merch while I'm there so I can at least make a little money while I'm here. If it's cost me $100 a day and I'm there for two days, I want to make a $100 profit, which, you know, but but figure that out. So how many T-shirts do I need to sell? Right. If I'm selling my T-shirts for $20 a piece, I need to sell five T-shirts, you know, in a, in a setting to make $100. So if I got to make if I got to sell five T-shirts, a couple of albums, a hoodie, keychain, figure out the equation to get to your $300 or whatever your number is. We just put 300 out there, but figure out that equation and then you'll make things so much easier on yourself, right? A lot of times we get discouraged because we look at the big number. We look at like, man, I need to make $1,000 by the end of the month, right? And when you look at trying to make $1,000, it gets very difficult because all you see is 1000 But if you break down that 1000 and know that like all I need to do is sell 50 t-shirts. Well, 50 t-shirts is easy when you know break it down right i gotta sell 50 t-shirts in the month well 50 t-shirts in a month breaks down to i don't know what, like 12 a little over 12 t-shirts uh, um, a week and so if i gotta sell 12 t-shirts a week now i know that i need to sell at least at least a shirt or two a day right and so now it makes things easier so now i'm focusing on the day on the day i need to sell two t-shirts today and when you look at it like that it's a whole lot easier to maintain. So even if you're looking on a smaller scale, if I need to make $100 at this festival, what do I need to sell at this festival? I need to sell either five t-shirts. I need to sell 10 CDs. I need to sell, you know, three hoodies. I need to sell two, two or three um, crew necks. Whatever the number is, just figure out the number and focus on the small number to get to your large number because if you focus on the large number i can almost guarantee that you're going to get discouraged and you're not going to make it there so just look at your small numbers once you get those small numbers out the way just keep chugging it's, it's a term that i learned in school a long time ago it's called law of averages right and essentially what the law of averages is is knowing how many no's you need to go through to get to your yes that's all it is Right. And so think about it like this. If I got to talk to 40 people for one person to say yes, then I'm going to get through those 40 people as fast as I can. Right. Now, you don't want to be too fast and not have genuine conversations or you're never going to sell. But if I know in my head that every 40 40th person I sell to, then I'm not discouraged at number 10 that says no. I'm not discouraged at 20. I'm not discouraged at, at 30. I'm not discouraged at 35 because I know I'm getting closer and closer to where I need to go to get my yes. Right. And so I move around. I move around very swiftly. I I, I don't get fed up or discouraged and, and people telling me, oh, no, I don't want it. I don't want it. That's cool. Thank you for your time. Move on to the next person. And I guarantee if you figure out that the law of averages, figuring out how many no's I need to get to to get to my yes, things are going to be better when it comes to selling. If you're out there at a festival, if you're out at any event and you have your merch and you know that, look, I only need to sell five pieces of merch tonight. All right. I need to sell my five pieces. So if I know I need to sell my five pieces and I know that every 
10 people that I, I talk to, I'll, I'll make one sell. How many people do you need to talk to tonight? At least 50, right? It's just that simple. I need to talk to 50 people. I need to have genuine conversations with 50 people tonight to make it to my number. And once you start breaking it down like that and, and looking at it, I guarantee you'll start selling your merch. You won't be worried about going to festivals because you're showing up to any venue and selling merch, right? Those things, those small details start to make better sense to anybody once you look at it. Now, what do you do? You rather perform at South by Southwest or do you rather go to a venue and sell $500 worth of merch? Which one do you want to do? It's all about what, you know, it's this it's just disconnect people want to be famous or do you want to make money and can you have both absolutely it's going to take a lot of hard work but you can absolutely have both but the truth is from an indie label perspective the artists who you don't think about are the ones that are consistently performing at shows and consistently selling their merch you're not thinking about them because they don't have like the quote-unquote hit record they're not performing at the quote-unquote big shows they're doing the chitlin circuits they're going performing at these venues for a hundred people max and they're selling a hundred dollars worth of merch every time they go to a show they might make fifty dollars off the door every time they go to a show so they're leaving with 150 bucks every time they perform and they're performing three times a week they're making 450 dollars and those numbers might seem small to you now, but as your fan base grows, those numbers will also grow. So do you want to make $450 a week off just doing what you was doing for free for the first five years of your life? Or do you want to get this because you didn't get selected to perform at a festival that you wasn't going to get paid for? You were going to have to spend money to get there. Then when you got there, you didn't do your due diligence and have merch on hand. And so now you're just showing up to an event. You you spent $600. And, and I'm talking about not even paying to perform. You've spent $600 just to say that you did a festival. And this is no shot to South by Southwest, Den Music Fest, A3C, no festival. But I'm, I'm giving you realistic numbers. Are you worried about spending 5 to $700 for a look or do you want to make real money right and it, at some point in time everyone is gonna have to spend money I'm not telling you not to you know whatever's beneficial for you at the end of the day you do what's beneficial for you but what I'm trying to get you to understand and what, what I'm trying to get you to see is do you want the look or do you want to engage with real fans and make real money with your with your real fan base and you can absolutely grow your fan base at South by Southwest. I would be crazy by saying that you can absolutely grow your fan base at A3C. You can grow your fan base at, at Den Music Fest. But what you have to do is have a plan when you go to any of these festivals. And if you have a plan in place, you're going to get fans. You need to have a plan in place for every show that you perform at. Absolutely every show. There has to be a plan in place. There can no longer be... I'm pulling up and I'm performing. I'm pulling up with my three songs. I'm going to give it to a DJ and I'm and, and that's it. it. There can't be any of that anymore. If you're doing that right now, stop immediately and come up with a plan. I would employ you to find a DJ if you could. 
everyone can't find a DJ. So that's something that takes a little work. But I guarantee you, the moment you find a DJ, you'll have you'll start having better shows. And there are some people that don't travel with the DJ that have great shows as well. That's because they they had a plan in place and they, they know how to perform. They know how to cater to where they're at. You don't have to do, you know, BS like you. There are some things that you just have to immediately stop. And if you don't stop those things, you're not going to grow as an artist. And I'm going to give you these three things and then I'm going to get off the phone. Because I'm, I'm actually recording this on my phone. Here's the three things. And I've said it over and over again, but I'm going to say it again. The three things that you have to do as an artist if you don't... If you, if you want to progress, stop doing these three things. Number one, stop showing up to your shows without merch. Number two... Stop leaving shows right after you perform. Number three, one that is so, so important. So, so important. Number three, the number three thing that you need to stop doing immediately if you don't want to stunt your growth. Stop being the person that's complaining about not getting put on. Trust me. It's not doing you any good. Don't complain about not being put on. Put yourself on. Put yourself on. If nobody wants to work with you, if you feel like you're getting shut out by all these promoters, do your own show. Create your fan base. Start small. Start with a venue that only holds 50 people. Sell that out. And then move to a venue that holds 100 people. Sell that out. Then move to a venue that holds 150 people. Sell that out and go on and on and so forth, right? Number one, stop showing up to venues without merch. Number two, stop leaving venues right after you perform. And number three, stop complaining. You've got to have a plan. And if you don't have a plan, trust me, you're going to fail at this music thing. And it, and it's either it's two things that are happening. You're either fail at this music thing, or you're gonna get in contact with people that's gonna be willing to help you. And because you didn't plan, and because you don't know what you're doing, they're gonna take advantage of you. So those things are just bound to happen to people that don't plan. You gotta plan. You gotta figure out, figure this thing out, man. It's it's not. It is difficult. I'm not gonna sit here and sugarcoat it. it, it it's t- it's a tough business. It's one of the only businesses. Entertainment in general, when it comes to movies, music, is is the only industry that there's no real like strategy. That was me blowing a horn. This guy in front of me did not want to drive. But there's no real there's there's no plan. Like there's nothing cut and dry. You know, to be a doctor, you know, you got to go to school for eight years and then you got a residency and then you know you can kick things off. You know, to be a lawyer, you got to go to law school. To be a rapper, be a producer, be an entertainer, be a movie star, you just got to go and get it. You just got to jump out there and do it and learn learn as you go. Listen to the Straight Out The Den podcast. Listen to other podcasts. This is not just me. Listen to, you know, find your peers who, who are successful in certain areas that you want to be in. Learn from them and then take what you can and, and mold it into your own thing. You're going to make mistakes. That's cool. Make them. You know, preferably learn from the mistakes of others. But if you make mistakes yourself, that's cool. Don't get discouraged. 
it's okay. You know, you can move on from it. But most importantly, you just got to go do it, man. Like, there's no, there's no time to just say like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, no, just, just go do it. Go do it and you'll figure it out. Eventually you'll figure it out. It may take you a while. And, and you know, it's all about some people are not, are not ready for the long haul. I mean, that's, that's the truth. Some people are not ready to be in the game and do something that's going to take you, you know, seven years to figure out, right? 10 years to figure out. Everybody's not ready for that. Everyone's not built for that. And so just know that it's, it's going to take you a while. It's not going to be easy, but it's all about, are you willing to do that? So that's it for this week. We're all over the place. I know. So um, I'm sure the comments are going to be saying some crazy stuff. We are all over the place, but within that all over the place, there were some, some, some gems in there. And hopefully you, you take heed to that and, and you can use that in your day to day. But as always, if you have a dream, pray on that dream, research that dream and work until that dream becomes reality. I'm last name. Good. Other straight out the damn podcast. See you guys next week. The straight out the damn podcast is powered by the Indie Creative Network.